Recorded live. Good morning. Okay, I think I've started only a couple of people on. I think I've started all the recordings. Sound check. You're good. Good. All right. All right, a couple of people have joined just talking now. So um I will let's see, is it twelve fifteen yet? Yep. I will uh, East Coast time. Pray us in. So it's all self-mute uh, until I'm... Actually, I'm going to put you in lecture mode while I press it. Having my hand on my heart, opening up to love, opening up to oneness, opening up myself up to the community and for sharing and for healing and for vulnerability, and for transparency. Grateful for our teacher, Jennifer, and her teachings that have led, leading us to live our lives masterfully. Grateful for all our teachers, seen and unseen, known and unknown, heard and not heard. Grateful for our growth and for our opening and our learning to more and more accept what is I let go of trying to control and manipulate, which is always based on our little self, which does not know what anything it's for. So let us open up to the all that is, which knows, which only knows perfection and love. And so we bless this call. We bless the healing as a result of this call, not only for ourselves, but for all our brothers and sisters. And so it is. Amen. Well, I had a, we had a small group in uh, one, and it looks like an even smaller group here in two. So good morning. It's Philip, Washington, D.C. Good morning. It's Carla. Portland. Linda in Erie, PA. Good morning. Jerry in Washington State. Chris in San Diego. Yeah, Chris is anonymous. Chris is taking over. Mary is anonymous. Well, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? That's good, huh? Actually, it was quite nice. Quite nice. Ate always, ate always more, ate more than what I always desired to, but that's okay. <laughs> Actually, Everybody I ate a lot. So I ate a lot, and um, I appreciated everything I ate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I had no plans for that, you know. Well, maybe I'll go for a walk or something. Nothing 
planned. And so I just, and I, in fact, is I, for really, it felt the clearest that um, of all. I've been practicing not judging that because that's common for me, uh, not having a lot to do on the holidays. And so, because uh, my family, none of them are here and stuff. And anyhow, so I just let it allow it to be. And um, and actually, uh, I was I went to a meditation group the night before and. They said, hey, we're going to a movie. Do you want to go? And somebody else invited me to go to, to Izzy's. And uh, I chose not to go to Izzy's, but um, I went to the movie, and we had a nice time. So <clears throat> it's uh, it just was an example. It was a wonderful example of um, <clears throat> allowing. Just allowing without judgment. I have had um, a realization of kind of the opposite of allowing. (laughs) I was feeling um, like I didn't want to accept things as they were, and I was, I could feel like the the two-year-old temper tantrum uh, ego mind not wanting to have things the way they are and um, rebelling against it and making up stories of what that all meant. And um, I started to realize it was like my ego was terrorizing me and putting all kinds of fear thoughts and thoughts of discomfort and difficulty and challenges like lining them up like little walls in front of me and since I've had that realization I'm feeling uh, much more peaceful but it was interesting to watch it come and to have the realization it sounds to me like you did allow it you allowed that? Yeah, I finally did. But at first I was like, this is going to suck. And, you know, I'm not going to have the energy to do all of this. And, I mean, just like all these stories going through my head of how the upcoming holidays were just going to be hard and sad and um, just negative thoughts going through my head. So, but when I realized that that's what it was, was my not accepting things the way they are, not allowing things to be the way that they are. As soon as I realized that that's what I was doing, that's when it started to turn around. Wow. I think that's allowing. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, she was aware. uh, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. 
I, I like I like your emphasis on uh, uh, allowing, and I like how no matter what you do, you're allowing. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. exactly. <laughs> but I think really, Carla, in the beginning, I was feeling like being in the matrix going, I wish I would have taken the blue pill, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess because my allowing wasn't instantaneous yet. <laughs> I was judging myself for that. Yeah. I have now something. Can I share something? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'll find it, though. Um... I don't I can't find it. It's okay. It just spoke about that just uh, uh maybe maybe I can just keep keep on going, maybe I can find it, but I I, I can't find it right now. I want to stop the conversation. This is great. Hi, everybody. It's Nancy from Southern California. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hey. Um, I tried Hi, to... Nancy. Hi. I tried to get on the call from the computer, but I don't quite know how to talk and mute and everything, so I just now got on through my phone. Um, anyway, I just wanted to um, let everybody know that Erin was in her rehab for 30 days, and right about the time that uh, she had her 30-day you know, countdown, they told her that they were closing that facility and that she had a week to find a new facility. So um, she found one, and she got to have visitors on Thanksgiving. And so uh, my granddaughter and I and her brother and his wife drove to see her on Thanksgiving. And what a difference. The first place she was in was just shoddy. <laughs> and she was kind of complaining about how, you know, there wasn't an awful lot of therapy or rehab going on. And um turns out that they were just, you know, right on the verge of shutting down completely. And this place that she found, it's um, a little bit farther away, but that doesn't matter. It's in the best, it's just like night and day. It's like a nice big old house, like those, uh, what do they call them, craftsman style house with hardwood floors. And it's nicely decorated, like cozy, not brand new or anything, but just cozy. And she says they have classes all the time. They have a spirituality class. They have a dreams class. They have two dogs and two cats. And she says she has a counselor and she has a group mentor. She says there's such a difference in the place that she can't believe it. And um, she'll serve her 90 days, which is her sentence. But then they have the program goes beyond that. They have phase one, phase two, phase three, which will involve like moving into a cabin that's there on the in the lot, and then maybe to another sober living home and I don't know all the details yet it's still pretty new but um, anyway (laughs) I just once she got in I just kind of had to sit back and say you know what her higher Holy Spirit self is in charge of this and 
it knows what to do better than I could ever even imagine. And so right now she's just in a good place. I mean, the house itself, the environment is nicer. It feels cozy and nurturing. And she said the people and the program is just all about recovery. And so really good news. I just wanted to share. Hopefully I I stepped back and, you know, allowed it to be what it needed to be. And um, it's coming through. It's better than I could have hoped for. Fabulous. Yeah, that is really is. great news. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's hard to. It's um. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's just good. I'm just really practicing getting out of the way. You know, like stepping back and just allowing. Yeah. Wow. Now I can just try to apply that to all areas of my life. <laughs> anyway, but good. And I was just I was talking to Chris earlier. I, and I'm trying to practice self-love, like not shooting all over myself, like I should have done this and I should do that. That's where I'm at. I'm trying to but explore what loving myself feels like. And it's, I'm just on the verge. I'm just, you know, kind of dipping my toe in and seeing where that goes. Example, because allowing is loving. Yeah. 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 You're right. I didn't think that. It is. Mhm. Okay. I I I did find that thing. Um, it wasn't gonna interfere, but. <clears throat> I just call it major. I have I, or success actually. I laugh when I come face to face with something that in this world and its standards would often call a failure. To me, it is just another attempt at success. And who am I or this world to say what is or what is not successful? After all. Did Gandhi, Edison, or Martin Luther King stop in their many attempts just because they did not look successful? Success cannot be measured by anything visible. And I have learned that true failure is to measure it by this world's standards. The only measure of success, as I have found, is when I go inward. And that is where I learn that any attempt is a success. So I'm really grateful to hear all those successes. That last part was me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Carla. Thank you. That was good. I'll remember that. Any other successes or attempts success successes, which is a success anyhow? <laughs> 
Well, I had a little success today because <laughs> I um, normally my clubby girls all get together on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and um, I'm working on Sundays now. So my girlfriend that usually holds it decided that she was going to move it to Saturday, and I said, oh, no, no, you don't have to do that because, you know, just because of me. Well, she sent an email the day before Thanksgiving to everybody saying that uh, we were going to have the get-together on Saturday, and I thought I felt obligated to go because she moved it because I'm working on Sunday. But in reality, I was really hoping that, or I was really wishing that I didn't have to go anywhere today because it's been so busy and next week's going to be busy also. And she called this morning and said that um, nobody could come today and her son is um, visiting her from Slippery Rock. So they're just going to go to dinner and a movie and would I mind if we don't get together tonight? And I'm like, yes, I don't mind at all. So that was a, that was a little success. Slippery Rock, that's in Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize it. <clears throat> yep. Probably not for, far from your folks. Mm-hmm. Is it near Rolling Rock? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't drink Rolling Rock anymore. They they no longer are a local company. <laughs> that's right. They. That's what I heard. Right? Yeah. Um, Chris, when are you heading back to London to England? I fly um, December 5th, get to the 6th. So it's one week from today I fly. Okay. So how did the visit go with the teenagers, Chris? Or did that not happen? Um, the um, one gal, Callie, Ethan's twin, didn't come. But um, Sage, the oldest, who's 20, and at um, Santa Clara, no, Santa Cruz, uh, nine-hour drive from King. And we had a lovely lunch. And the little, like, they hadn't, oh, I'm going to cry. They hadn't seen each other in a quite some time. Oh. Uh, and uh, Lori painted Sage's toenails. <laughs> and my son took some of my cactus that neglected when I'm gone to his new place. And it's just, I have one cactus that I grew from the size of a thumb to it's taller than I am, and uh, most of my plants were um, scavenged, you know, or found in the storm, after storms, pieces of of things, and just stuck them in the ground, and, um, and he's got a, a good place to put them, 
so that that's exciting and um yeah and the kids ethan um who has sort of been estranged with sage he um now is in a um he's in his third year of high school but he's on doing online classes and he can um he's having trouble with his hands for some reason he can do the computer but he can't write or something and he's they figured it out where he's finishing um high school on the computer and goes in every once in a while for um connection with the teachers so he can schedule his his time around so he can go visit sage and anyway it was it was calm except for the flurry of food <laughs> i feel like i've been feeding people and then when we started this call, I was feeding my neighbors two cats. <laughs> so I said, "Here I am feeding people again." But uh-huh. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm over that. I don't think I have to feed anybody for a couple months now. <laughs> no, it was good. And, and Nancy's visit was almost magical. I guess you would say it, mm-hmm. I considered it partly my vacation. And uh, we we just really enjoyed Joe, Joe, her husband, and Joe and Ethan. They just lit up and had their conversation, and the two of them were just animated. It was that was really cool. Ethan had someone to show the pictures of his fish to. Uh-huh. He's quite the expert fisherman. Teaches fishing, so. We had a great time. We had a, such a good time. Joe feels like you guys are his friends now, too. He he really likes you guys. It was nice. Sounds like success all the way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Philip, how's things going with the job and with your um, class? My class? No, no, your your flat, your rental property. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the job is still looking to hire a couple. Uh, one of the persons that we hired, um, still, it takes a long time to get them in. But it's, it's going well, actually. Um, and my rent is rented. Yay. I just need to rent the parking space now. So, yeah, things are, I think I shared before, even keel. It's interesting. Um, Mm. Holidays, uh, I did not see, my nieces and nephews weren't there. I missed them. So it was my sister and my mom and uh, and my sister's family, uh, my sister's husband's family. Had a little bit of a reaction to one of them. Um, I don't think it's any surprised to people I, I tend to be on the left side of political leanings and it's just interesting I allowed him to share his beliefs <laughs> a little bit of a reaction 
he's a, he's definitely on the right side of things. But um, yeah, I had a little dark experience. It was interesting. Um, I I re, how I reacted to not receiving a text and the dark place I went to, and just trying to speaking of accepting, just trying uh, you know being willing to accept what is and the lesson. And, it's interesting, even after receiving a text, it took a while to get out of that, that dark place, which proves to me it's not the outer, it's, it's all the inner beliefs. Mm-hmm. And since we're asking, how is Jerry, how are you? Yeah, haven't heard in a long time about your your your, your daughters. I guess things are just the same. Oh, yeah. Hi, Philip. Yeah, actually, um, we had our first Thanksgiving where um, the family was split, where my soon-to-be ex and my two daughters went up to um, Los San Juan Islands where uh, Steve's uh, parents live. And my son and I stayed down here and had uh, Thanksgiving with my, uh, my four sisters and my parents. And you know, and all all of the cousins, and I was remarkably um, calm about it. I was um, was very centered and felt aligned. And was grateful, not that that they weren't there, just that I can I can enjoy. I had this image of this family of us being together. They had they should be together in this way. Blah blah, you know. But I just was I just allowed just to let that image go, and uh, just uh, be grateful for um, you know the family um, the, the family that I was present with, and uh, you know I made some wonderful wonderful dishes that turned out better than ever. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, I, I, it was uh, it was very nice, Philip. It, I can't put my finger on it, but it it, it just kind of uh, I just allowed the Holy Spirit to guide me, and and uh, and as you know, the Holy Spirit uses other people to communicate with us. And you know, my sister made a comment where you know your your happiness, your having uh, enjoying Christmas or enjoying Thanksgiving isn't dependent on other people being there. You know, you make it. You make you make your happiness and you make your um, your joy at these at, during this holiday season. N- nobody else does. And it was just just kind of what I needed to hear because I heard my son is going to go up to Anacortes to spend Christmas with his grandparents, you know, and with his dad. He's I my son never told me, but uh, I I heard it through um, one of the cousins. And I, I he didn't tell me because I don't think he wants to hurt me. But you know, I was just so okay with it. But that's okay, you know. He's feeling the pressure to, you know, spend it with his dad, and um, yeah, I, I just know. I just have this feeling: everything is okay. Everything is where it's supposed to be. It's all. This is all unfolding the way it should. And if, as long as I bring, I don't react or bring love to it. I just let things be. Um, I don't judge anything or judge anybody. It's all. Um, it's it's all well. It's all good and well. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm grateful I, I um, didn't get depressed. And, it, you know, again, it was, it was the first uh, 
And what's interesting is that my husband, my ex, well, seem to be ex, was texting my brother-in-law uh, yesterday. And, uh, but that's fine, you know, just to wish them, you know, happy Thanksgiving. They let me know that you're, you know, see this texting us. And I said, oh, that's good. That's good. You guys are friends with them. You, you guys enjoy each other. You know, I'm good with that. Okay. You don't, there's no alliances here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but as far as Philip with, with uh, my daughters, it's still, it's, it's the same, but it's not the same. Does that make, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm uh, not seeing it as, um, uh, a great division between us anymore. I'm seeing it something that um, that's part of the script that's that's unfolding in the way it should. And these are lessons for all of us to learn and become closer to spirit and realize, um, well, we're responsible for you know um, how we treat people. We're responsible for our um, darkness as we're responsible. This is responsible for our our, our light. And um, it's definitely this journey that I've gone through. Um, with my daughters and my family has definitely opened me up for that, to that realization and that awareness. And if it didn't happen the way it happened, I might have still been in the fog I, I'd been in for many years. So, um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I do want to say, Philip, I've really enjoyed your um, posts that you've uh, put on Facebook, the last two. They've been, uh, uh, I've gotten a lot of joy out of them, so thank you for that. Um, what were they? Because I, I don't think um, you ever... The Proverbs, ever the amazing... Yeah, yeah, the Amazing Grace one, um, where that um, music teacher belted it out. He, you know, he was called oh, yeah, upon yeah. to sing Amazing. A couple of... Yeah, yeah. And then the other one was um, the Indian uh, uh, guru talking to a bunch of small children. I think that was about, Christian um, Murthy. Who they are. I don't know. Did any, Linda, is that oh. Christian, Christian, Christian Murphy or not? Oh, I don't recall. I, I'm not sure. He looked like him, but I'm not sure. Because you yeah. commented it and also. So, yeah. Anyway. yeah, I thought I just thought it was awesome that he was teaching that kind of stuff to little kids because, oh, my gosh. <laughs> just imagining that they have that it. kind of information yeah. at that age, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've been posting a lot more on Facebook these days. I'm coming out of the closet in Facebook. <laughs> coming out of the closet with my love. <laughs> and some of it's political, I realize. I'm still there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did like the one on Phil Marr, too. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> He's actually coming to Portland. I'm going to go see him. <laughs> You know, he's a, he's an interesting, I mean, I, I, the one with him and Chris Colbert, I mean, uh, Colbert? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, uh, that was interesting. Yeah, the tax aggressiveness, yeah. Colbert yeah, that, is. That, that was. Uh, yeah, the lease, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> looks like we lost someone. What did we lose? Did we lose Chris? No. I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we didn't. Maybe they were just eight callers. Uh, I like the political stuff, too. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Yeah, I think I'm less attached than I used to be. I mean, I don't know what anything's for, so... 
but you let the cats in, you are to the caps, right? <laughs> uh, we a problem. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that one four in a row, by the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Julie, how are you? Are you just in listening mode? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to unmute. <laughs> Takes a second on the cell phone. I'm doing really quite well, thank you. Um, having some, uh, it's interesting going through the holidays right now. Um, as a retired person, since you know, seems like my whole life I've always looked forward to the holidays because of all the time off. Right <laughs> now, it's like, oh well. Now it's just um, the time off. It's, you know, not having that contrast makes life interesting. Um, but, you know, I'm learning to enjoy um, my time with people so much more. And um, I noticed I was really, I've been really isolating myself lately. And well, the last couple months actually, and how that's affecting me. And um, this morning, as I was waking up, um, I prayed, as I try to always do, and talk about the day I want to have. And I just got into a, um, I just got into gratitude, and I started blessing and praying for pretty much everybody I knew. And it just, all these names just kept coming up and coming up and coming up and coming up. And here in my heart, or I thought, you know, I was, I lacked friends and acquaintances and love, you know, and people in my life. In other words, I wasn't isolating. I didn't have anybody to be with, sort of a, you know, mindset. And as I went through, the list just got longer and bigger and longer, and and um, I just felt overwhelmed with, oh my God, I just have this, you know, multiple communities and family and people and friends that I care about, and um, it was pretty, pretty awesome. It was a pretty wonderful gift of uh, just spending that time in gratitude, really feeling it. Um, I was very thankful for that moment this morning, and it's still I'm still flying high <laughs> from it, and plan to go be with as many people as I can today. <laughs> but, mm. You know, that's part of the. I realize too. You know, I'm sitting now at my desk at home, and I just have not even wanted to come into my little home office area. And I realized, you know, kind of why the other day, and it's like when I would get on my computer. When I worked, I immediately was connected with my whole Intel family, you know, the good and the bad and everybody there. And, and that's what I really miss and um, what I'm kind of in mourning for, I think, is that whole community of people that, you know, I spent really the majority of my time with, of my life, <laughs> you know, they think of you know, working 10, 12-hour days and, you know, multiple days a week and 
um, certainly spent more time with them than anyone uh, my acquaintances. And that was kind of an interesting realization and it gave me quite a bit of empathy, you know, instead of just, oh, you're just, uh, you know, be avoiding or, you know, just feeling bad. I kind of got a, oh, um, that's why, you know, or that's a big, huge part of this. And I was really able to sit down then with Jesus and, and think about that and forgive it and let it kind of go and accept it for what it is. So anyway, I guess I've been in Thanksgiving this Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting um, time, that's for sure. And it really is, like you said, Philip, I believe, um, this is really, it's all about choices. It really is all mm-hmm. done with, within. You know, there's nothing in this out, outside of me that can give me this kind of comfort and safety feeling um, because everything outside can be taken away or changed or, you know, the only constant is is our Christness, right? Is our one mind that we can, that's the only thing we can really rely on and connect with consistently. I it just takes... Conscious- oh. I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Sometimes it just oh, takes... Yeah couple of hammers in the head <laughs> to get to understand that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like your journey of retirement is, is unfolding in a nice direction. You know, it sounds like you're you're allowing it to go in a good direction. I've been practicing, like, I just take refuge in my, my Christ presence, or I take refuge in my I am presence, or I take refuge in my heart. You know, if I just feel, sometimes, you know, I, I don't know, probably everybody does, I just start to feel, like, afraid of, something unnamed or whatever, you know, just a, maybe it's even just a habit of the ego. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night or I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling like, oh, something's wrong or I'm afraid, just a vague feeling of fear. And I just choose, like you say, it's a choice. I just choose and I take refuge in my loving heart or in God's loving heart. And I've been taking refuge. It just feels like wrapping myself in a cloak of love and safety Something you said made me think of that. That feels nice. Mhm. Sometimes I just take refuge in my willingness. Yeah, yeah. I think Jennifer once said, "Take refuge in your willingness." Or maybe I don't know where I heard that, but I go that. Sometimes that's the least I can do, and that feels really good because I am so willing. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, and don't think about what is going to go through your mind when a change happens that is something that you would have judged as a good thing in your life, like retirement. You know, like how many people 
sit and fantasize about what they're going to do when they retire. And then it can still be a bit of a challenge. But it's good that you're finding peace in that, Joy. Yeah, I still think I got to get a job, you know. I got to get a job. It's like I can't wait to get a job and um, another job, you know, just. um, And I'm just trying to delay that a little bit longer so that um, I'm not using that as as just a reason to not explore some of these feelings of, Mm. you know, I mean, we all, I think, well, living in abandonment feeling, you know, it's just so common for all of us. And we, you know, the ego just eats that up and, and it's so easy to get carried off with that and um, to really try to, to separate from that and observe it and live with it, it's almost like, you know, the minute you really look at it, it dissipates. When you look at it without being in it. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's just a thought or that's just a belief. That doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean it's anything. But, oh, my gosh, you get so sucked into it or I do, get so sucked into some of those thoughts and beliefs that um, sometimes it's really hard to step back and realize that that's all they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it really, it feels like sometimes that the ego is a terrorist. Yeah, definitely. I agree. It is, a, it is a terrorist, isn't it? It is. But it's a terrorist that's acting out of fear, which I think is where all of that comes from. And so really it's more a a frightened child than it is a terrorist, but it's it's acting out, it's lashing out like a terrorist. At least that's how mm-hmm. it feels. But then when I treat it like it's a frightened child and can be gentle and kind and speak lovingly to it, then that's when it calms down and I can um, find my balance again. Well, one kind of wonderful thing that happened um, also... Thanksgiving was, uh, I don't know if you all know, but I've been estranged from my family for like 20, I mean, basically ever since I moved from the Midwest out here to Oregon. and So that's about 25 years. And a couple years ago, you know, because of uh, masterful living and and this whole journey, (laughs) I just had the uh, feeling that I would really love to reconnect and just at least see, you know. And so I did. I went back uh, to central Wisconsin to the surprise of my family that's that's left. And um, 
my father was amazing. You know, he's 94. And he was just completely like, almost like I hadn't gone. There was no, where the hell have you been? And, you know, no blame or no issues. My brother was a little little different. <laughs> but, you know, the main thing was that um, I was able to reconnect with my niece. And which I, who I hadn't seen since she was a teenager, right? And now she's like a 40-year-old woman. And um, so anyway, we're kind of, uh, when I went back again this summer, we went on like a 35-mile bike ride. So it's like I had all this great time with no one else around, you know, with no, he had nothing to do but just communicate and it was really, we had a wonderful talk, and it was really cool, and um, really enjoyed that a bunch. And so it's this relationship now that I have with my niece is, is uh, blooming into something really wonderful. God, I'm so thankful for that, you know. Um, anyway, and she just, she texted me Thanksgiving and, um, you know, happy Thanksgiving and, how much he loves me, and then I was able, you know, I found out when everybody was going to be eating at my brother's, for, you know, he, they were hosting the whole Thanksgiving thing, and um, so I found out when to call, and so I gave them a call. And it was the first time in all these years that I called home that I was looking forward to it, that I wasn't worried or nervous or, like, get this over with or, oh, my, I always called it, um, dial at you, because <laughs> every time I, you know, whenever I'd call, there was always, what's wrong with you? How come you never call? You know, there was always all this uh, animosity, and um, which that's one of the reasons I just ended up letting it all go, because I couldn't deal with that anymore. But anyway, that was a pretty big revelation to me that how much healing has happened in my life. I mean, if there's like a questionnaire that you could fill out where you were and where you've come in the last, let's say, four or five years, however long maybe you've been um, working with Jennifer with, these, you know, The Course in Miracles, that would be like, if somebody would have told me, this is how you will be in five years and this is how you'll feel when you connect with your family, I would not have believed them in a million years. Mm. So, you know, some of those uh, major milestones that happen, I think it's really good. I know, you know, the past is not real, but in that, this instance, it... Um, I think sometimes looking back and seeing how far you've come in a, in love, right? Mm-hmm. With love mm-hmm. um, is amazing. And it, whenever you feel bad or you feel like oh, this is, I know we all probably feel, I do feel like, you know, this is shit and I don't want to do this anymore. It's, you know, I wish I could just go back to being numb. <laughs> Uh-huh. easier than being a you know a, you know the sensitivity and stuff that comes with this is, is sometimes overwhelming and um, 
but um, when I think of that and it's um just fills my heart so much, you know. I'm sorry, who's speaking right now? Who who's speaking right now? I'm sorry. This is Your Julie. Name is what? Oh Julie. Julie, you're from Oregon? Yeah. Okay. Oh great, great. Well wow. Um thanks for sharing your story. I I can so relate to um your uh unexpected uh um consequence, glorious unexpected consequence of your your uh relationship with your niece, how that's budding and that's growing through all this. Because with my issues with my daughters, who would have known that my um I have two nieces who are a year or two younger than my daughters that you know, that it was an unexpected consequence where my my closeness and my friendship and my relationship with those two have has just ballooned and I would never have expected that. So I I appreciate you sharing that because I um, really connected with that. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful gift, isn't it? It's one of those things that, you know, that um, when Jennifer talks about, you know, not... The not knowing, you know, I don't know anything, and the not knowing, and you know, when I thought, like for instance, originally going home, I had all this stuff in my mind what it was going to be like, of course, right, based on my past and based on who I who I was in the past, not just past events, but you know how I judged the world, and realizing when I went back that I don't have those same judgments anymore and not knowing you know what is actually going to unfold you know something like that I never would have thought that oh it's almost like I have a new sister you know I mean that's kind of how we relate to each mm-hmm. other in a lot in, in ways and you know oh my gosh you know it's like um, I never would have never would have believed that that would have been you know a possibility so I think when we do oh, things awesome. with love, you know, it, it comes out, um, you know, with love and no expectations and then these miraculous things happen that you never would expect. And did you find your new energy field um, was impacting like your brother and other people? Um in, in in your circle when you went back there, did you find that they were responding to you differently? Did you see well, them kind of? This this the second year, you know, the first year, um, it was like um, kind of, you know, the judge and jury were out, you know, and mm-hmm. I just re- didn't argue, right, or or I didn't give excuses or anything. I just that. Um, I just said I have I had a lot of healing that I needed to do when they asked me where have you been and which you know um, there was you know I tried to really not get into any kind of attack and defense because I know how absurd that ends up being and but the jury was still out but then I think when I returned again this year <laughs> you know um, it was like oh okay. Uh, maybe this connection is going to continue, you know, that I'm not just, um, I mean, literally my brother thought that maybe I was 
dying. <laughs> I was reconnecting. Wow. I was ill. <laughs> wow. So it was pretty funny when he said that. He's like, okay, are you okay? Like, is, any, are you, is your health all right? <laughs> and I realized what, what he was talking about. It was kind of funny that that's what he thought it would take for me to reconnect, right? So, yeah, now, um, you know, this, when I call back Thanksgiving, I got, you know, from my sister-in-law and him and stuff that, you know, they love me and they're so happy that I'm back in the family, you know, and all of that. So that was, that was wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it sounds like his uh, true endearment for you came through. You know, by asking you that if, whether you're dying or not, because you know, in gosh, in a lot of respects, you you you, you know, you died to the old ways. You know? Yeah, that's true. So that's not exactly not true. Yeah, yeah that, there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah, but it's the fact that he asked you that was very. I see it as very endearing. He cares about you. You know, <laughs> I was and, thinking, uh, well, that was. You know, other than, you know, he said, I, I felt like, okay, I won't forgive you unless um, maybe you're dying, <laughs> you know, and then I'll go ahead and forgive you. <laughs> it was funny. It was uh, funny, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cute. It's like with these classes and... um and the support that we get through our community. It's like life 2.0. <laughs> I, know. Feel, I know. It feels like a much better version of life. Mm-hmm. So I meant yeah, to ask... Least, you know. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, mine is not related to the topic. Go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking that I wish that, um, you know, we could find this. We didn't wouldn't have to get to such dire straits before we could enjoy the world in this way, you know. But I guess it's all part of it. You know, there's some, you know, I need to forgive, you know, some of the resentment maybe I have for, all the years of suffering and, you know, not, uh, and feeling alone. That's just part of it. I mean, that is what we're here for, is to uh, release all that. What did Jennifer say something about the, um, the years that the locust, locusts have eaten will be returned? Well, yeah. Be, yeah. That's a good point. Thank you. Mhm. Mhm. And for me, it feels like it's easier to forgive the difficulties of the past when you are grateful for what you have in the present. Mhm. Did you know that's what brought you to it? Yes, exactly. I mean, that 
pain had to push me there. <laughs> and, the, right. you know, and the love keeps pulling. So, you know, and we even see, I think we even see that in, I see it in other people too where, you know, um, just there's just a restlessness that we have of, um, you know, never really being satisfied. You know what I mean? And I always kind of wondered about that. You know, why can't, you know, when I get the new house, how come I'm not happy now? You know, when I have this, I'll be happy feeling all the time. And um, it just never happens <laughs> for anyone. And I can see it in others how, People just bounce around and bounce around, just always searching for that thing that will make them feel happy and safe. Somebody might remember the conversation that once you get something, then you're no longer wanting, and there's something about the wanting that we're addicted to or something. I don't I don't remember the, the whole scenario, but it's some, it has something to do with mm-hmm. when you get it, the wanting is gone, and we... We must be addicted to the wanting. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's peace when the wanting is gone because that's why we're happy in the moment of when we get when we get something temporarily. I think that's how she explains it. Mm-hmm. So it's off topic, but I'm where is Vancouver, Washington? It's not Vancouver, Canada, obviously. Barry, you, yeah, have... Vancouver, Washington is the, the southernmost most point of Washington State. It um, actually it's only it butts up to Portland, Oregon. However, the only separation boundary is the Columbia River. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm actually yeah I'm ten minutes from Portland, the city. Ten fifteen minutes where I'm uh, three hours to Seattle. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Beautiful there. I have a sister-in-law that lives in Rainier and a uncle that lived in Bremerton. Oh, yeah. When the sun's out, it's nothing like the Northwest. When the sun's out. <laughs> uh, it's, so inter- it's so interesting that there's three of us in really close proximity on this call. I know. That's, yeah, that is interesting. too, Carla. Yeah. That's cool. And I just want to say that I've been hearing over and over in this conversation the word allow being spoken by everybody when they speak. It doesn't, it doesn't sometimes, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't come at the beginning, but it comes later on. That is exactly, so we are all, I'm hearing, Everybody is an expert at allowing. I'm just hearing that in this phone call, and um, and it's a, so I just want to speak about an experience I had just today. Is that I I woke up and I just was having a hard time. It just seemed like I didn't feel like praying, and I just was told to look beyond that and so I just let it I just allowed it and then when Philip during the MLC one call 
I had not been feeling like uh, it's not feeling feeling like it's not a feeling. It's just not actually. But I just haven't really felt the praying that's been coming through. That I've been praying in for the for the Wednesday call and stuff. I really haven't felt it. And when and Philip asked me, and I just wanted to, I just feel so grateful for this experience. So when he asked me if I was willing to pray out, I'm like my head said no, <laughs> but my heart said allow. And so I allowed it, and I really feel like for the today during that call when I prayed out, I could really feel it, and I haven't been feeling it. So I'm really grateful because not only that prayer showed me, but this whole conversation has shown me that what I needed to to do to not I need anything, but it helped me to feel um, more comforted. So I thank everybody. Uh, speaking of which. Pray now. <laughs> oh, before we pray out, okay. we should say happy birthday to Jennifer. Sing happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just sing it. <laughs> Just happy birthday. <laughs> oh, I'm hard of hearing, I swear. Okay. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Mm. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Mm. Yeah, thank you for putting us all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that today that she was born. Mm-hmm. What a turnaround we all made, right? From the beginning, you know, what a turnaround. We just see things so differently. It's it's amazing when I think back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all different. Mm-hmm. Just how we look at the everything. Thanks to Jennifer. Well, thanks to ourselves, too. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Our, our willingness. Mm-hmm. Our allowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, volunteer to pray out? I will. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm placing my hand on my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that deep breath of love and gratitude. Mm-hmm. So grateful for our precious teacher and that she was born on this day <laughs> and that she put this class together and which allowed us to mm-hmm. learn from each other and grow with each other's experiences and share with each other our seeming challenges that bring us to more opening to joy and allowing us to be grateful for all of it. So grateful for the opportunity to spend time with family and friends and to 
spend time with our higher Holy Spirit self and the company of heaven and spend time with ourselves and our loving hearts. Grateful that we know that we are never alone. Grateful for this time of year when hearts can be lighter and we can find more joy and we are reminded to be grateful for it. Grateful for everybody that was on this call today and grateful for all of the sharing and that we can share the benefits of our conversation and this prayer and our whole community with everyone because we're one with them. With grace and gratitude, we accept it, we allow it, we receive it. And so it is. Amen. So it is. Amen. Amen. Hey, Carla, hold on a minute after we hang up or others hang up. Okay. Uh, right, bye, next. you guys. Everybody. You. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Carla, I, I can be on the call next week, but I'm not going to be able to lead it. It's going to not be. So hopefully you can. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I kind of expect that, but thank you for reminding me. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Have a great week. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.